phone checker, swinging sword lecture, closing down the sector, supreme neck protector, better want him kid, Mr. Mepsa, form and pop, pop the blow his lid from the pressure, too hot for TV, for sheezy, too many wanna be hard, be easy, it's all in the together, going all out together, it don't take much to please me, still homes, I'm never satisfied like the stones, we dunking, don't write and see them selling crossbones, protecting what I'm writing, don't clash with the titan, who blasts with a license, to kill rap recitants, come on, in the zone with your nigga from the group home, to cow, fuck your lifestyle, put your lights out, get this shit to crack and got you feeling with your pipes out, time for some action, surfing the avenue, mad at you, where I used to battle crews, back when that's when that, had that attitude, cover me, I'm going in, walls closing in, got us busting off these pistols, my niggas got issues again, same song, on with the mega bomb, blow you out the frame, then I'm gone, yeah, I was going too, but we roam, cellular phones, dot meth, back in the flesh, blood and bones, don't condone, spin bank loans and homegrown, suckers break like turbo and ozone, when I grab the broom, moonwalk, platoon, hawk, my goons bark, leave you in the blue lagoon, lost, true, nines in the club with Masu, D-Nine in the club, right behind on the boss, haters don't touch, weigh us both up, now my neighbor doped up, got the cable hooked up, all channels, lift my shirt, all mammal, you ship off keys and we ship grand piano, sold off shotguns, hand on the pump, sipping on the 40, smoking on the blood, bust my gun, Oh shit! I'm back once again. It's your boy. It's your motherfucking boy, King No Uncensored. Is it Drew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Man, the crazy just keep getting crazier. Drew Holiday is a Celtic now. <laughs> Nigga Damas, the fortune teller, bought you another one. I mean, I did predict that Kyrie trade verbatim last year to the Mavericks, but damn. The streak continues, but before we get to Drew Holiday, the San Antonio Spurs and veteran wing Reggie Bullock have agreed to a contract buyout. Bullock is set to enter free agency where several championship contenders and playoff teams will pursue him. I mean, dare I say the Dallas Mavericks, can they can they get him back? I'm trying to remember, did they trade him straight up to San Antonio? I don't know. I mean, if Dallas could get him back for the low, that'd be cool. But obviously, Reggie Bullock services could be fit on any one of those contending teams. A person that should pick him up immediately is the Miami Heat. I mean, come on, dude. (laughs) We're going to get into that, too, later on, on how they lost so bad. But Miami Heat definitely need to jump on that. Boston Celtics also. Mavericks. Kings. Haven't heard any buyers for Bullock, though. I mean, Bullock is a guy that can just shoot threes, man. Who's just a guy that can, 
you know, he's who's a streaky shooter. The Charlotte Hornets will have 2021 first round pick Kai Jones away from the team indefinitely, and there's no timetable for his return. Jones will miss training camp for personal reasons in quotation marks and team remains in constant communication with him man that's just a nice way of saying that we gonna fire you but we gonna pay you until we feel like we can fire you I mean we see your potential but you acting up I mean, my thoughts is this this dude might be on some shit. My guess is Percocets, but I could be wrong. Kai Jones has been doing a lot of talking and a lot of acting out and acting very unusual. No one, including me, could have predicted this happening. You know, I had thought that this dude would be like a Jackson Hayes, a lob threat, so to speak, for the Hornets. But I don't know what's up with this guy. My prayers and thoughts are with him, though, for sure. Draymond Green sprains his ankle during a scrimmage with his team. He is out three to six weeks and could miss the season opener. Boy, I tell you. I was, I mean, I wasn't very excited about the Warriors getting rid of Jordan Poole. I have been all about keeping the young. And I had been on that train of let Draymond walk. Let Draymond walk. Everybody is too caught up on history instead of growth. And Golden State, I understand their perspective that Draymond is one of their locker room leaders. He's one of their, you know, he's considered the heart and soul of the Warriors. I get that. But for what they signed him for... For him to just randomly sprain his ankle in a regular scrimmage? I don't know. Golden State season is going to be weird. But that is wild. After they just gave him another $100 million, he sprains his ankle. I mean, Draymond is good for what he does with the Warriors. But he got hurt before. Like last season. I don't know. Things just not looking good. I don't get good vibes from this. Another. (laughs) Man, we got nothing but injuries on this thing. Phoenix Suns guard Damian Lee. Suffered a right 
knee meniscus injury and will be out until further notice. Damn. You know, I wonder what type of meniscus injury is it? It's two types of meniscus injuries. It's the one where you miss six to eight weeks. And it's the other one where you miss 12 months. Hopefully, it is partially torn and not fully torn. Because that's a valuable piece off the bench. You know, Damian Lee can shoot that bitch. The Los Angeles Clippers have signed Joshua Primo. Now, we've talked about him on this podcast before. Joshua Primo was that kid that had mental issues, man. This dude would go into therapy and just pull his dick out. Yes, I said what I said. That happened on multiple occasions. That didn't happen on two occasions. It was more than two occasions, nigga. And it got so bad that the Spurs cut him. But the Clippers are giving him a second chance and an opportunity. And he has been showing signs that, you know, during scrimmage runs, Primos look good on the court from what I hear. You know, I did kind of bash the Spurs for picking him in the first round. I felt like Primo was a second round pick. That's just me. But hopefully he's overcome those issues that he had. And maybe he can mold himself into a decent NBA player. But the NBA, for his conduct detrimental to the team in San Antonio, suspended Josh Primo for the first four games of the season. Wow, that's crazy. The Milwaukee Bucks have signed Cameron Payne to a one-year deal. That's a good pickup. Not a great pickup, but this is the thing. Like, after the Dame trade... The Bucks are now looking like they are going to be 11 deep. And they need a guard. They need a backup guard to go alongside um what's the kid's name? Uh Andre Jackson Jr. They needed to replace Javon Carter. And you know, Bucks needed some scoring off the bench. I mean, Payne get you 8 to 11 points on any given night. Good pickup. I mean, I liked him on Phoenix. He did alright in some of those games. Free agent forward center Wenyan Gabriel is finalizing a training camp deal with the Boston Celtics. Gabriel, last season who played for the Lakers, will compete for a reserve spot in Boston. 
Well, let me tell you something. After that trade, (laughs) it's safe to say that he won't have to compete at all. They need depth bad over there in Boston. But fuck it. Let's get to it. Let's get to the main event. Drew Holiday was traded to the Boston Celtics, y'all. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's look at the deal. The Portland Trail Blazers received Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2029 first-round pick. And the Celtics received Drew Holiday. The Blazers wanted two first-round picks for Holiday. A lot of people are were saying that, oh, man, that's crazy. He's too old. He's this and that. Listen, the man is an NBA champion. The man is considered arguably the best perimeter defender in the league. And the man averaged almost 20 points per game last season as a Milwaukee Buck as the number three option. Drew Holiday got a lot of gas left in the tank. And I think that he's worth two first, contrary to what most believe. But the shock of the hour was Robert Williams going to the Blazers. That's something that I didn't expect to happen because Robert Williams has been low-key a factor in Boston. And, you know... I liked his come up. You know, I knew when Boston drafted him, I knew he was going to be something. I just knew it. And now Portland's got him? Shit. Shit. This is a crazy trade. Boston starting five is ridiculous now. All right, let's get to how this trade affects Portland. Now, Portland is not... Well, um... All right. I'll bring up Brogdon in a minute. Because they're not expected to keep Brogdon, but more on that momentarily. So, Robert Williams, let me tell you something. Robert Williams is a hustler, a rebounder, and they're expected to start Williams alongside DeAndre Ayton. They're looking to go back to the old days in the 90s with Buck Williams and Kevin Duckworth. You know what I'm saying? That's what the uh, Portland Trailblazers are looking towards. And then... You got that young core. You know, that starting lineup is crazy down there, man. Now it's going to be Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simons, Jeremy Grant, Robert Williams, and DeAndre Ayton. And I'm guessing that 
Sharp is coming off the bench, which is crazy. I don't think that Robert Williams is going to back up Aiton. You know, that's what I'm hearing. But Portland has a very interesting young core of the future, which we'll get to as well. Um, The Celtics, how this affects the Celtics, yeah, it's tough trading away the sixth man of the year. But you pissed the sixth man of the year off by dangling him in a trade to the Clippers early on. Then Robert Williams, man, that's tough. So now the starting lineup is looking like it's going to be Derek White, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kristaps Porzingis with uh, Al Horford off the bench, Peyton Pritchard. I don't know. Is J.D. Davidson going to be in the rotation now? That's going to be difficult. I mean, Boston also lost Grant Williams to free agency. I forgot they drafted that kid, Jordan Walsh. Jordan Walsh. Hey. Let me tell y'all something. Jordan Walsh is going to make a major impact on this team. It's the reason why they let Grant Williams walk. Walsh reminds me a lot of, you know, Grant Williams. I forgot about that Hauser guy, Sam Hauser. He got a little bit of clock and then Nemus Quetta. So I think Boston's going to be okay. I still think that they need a couple of more scores off the bench. And somebody that can attack the basket. That isn't afraid. And it seems like everybody is already setting up the Eastern Conference Finals to be Boston and Milwaukee. I don't think the other 28 teams are done, not even by the stretch. The NBA preseason begins October the 5th. And the first game is going to be the Mavericks versus the Timberwolves on Thursday, October the 5th at 12 o'clock p.m. Very interesting. And then they're going to play again on Saturday, October the 7th at 12 o'clock p.m. Have no fear. The NBA preseason is here. Thank fucking God.
So, can't wait. And speaking of upcoming events, the King Known Awards will begin early November. Early November. I'm aiming for it. And at the end of October, I will be posting the uh, nominees on my website, kingknownreviewscom.wordpress.com. Y'all should know how to spell that. Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon is not expected to stay with the Portland Trailblazers as they look to move him. Now, where should Brogdon go? I mean, the my prediction, Nigadamas' prediction is the Los Angeles Clippers. I could see a Terrence Mann for Malcolm Brogdon type of thing going on. Or a Terrence Mann and Bones Highland for Malcolm Brogdon type deal. Terrence Mann, Bones Highland. First round pick for uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Could y'all see the Los Angeles Lakers poaching him? Could be interesting. I think either LA team. I could see one of those guys grabbing him. Or a dark horse, Sacramento Kings. But um, my my number one target for Brogdon is the Clippers. So, let's talk about what Portland ended up with. The full tally. This is what Wojanowski put out. So, Portland ended up with DeAndre Ayton, Robert Williams, Tamani Kamara, three first-round picks. A 2024 Golden State pick, a 2029 Bucks and Celtics unprotected picks, and 2028 and 2030 Milwaukee pick swaps. Wow, that is a gang of shit. And this Portland team, hey, shout out to Joe Cronin. Joe Cronin got to be the coldest GM. In the history of the game. Not cold as in, you know, out cold, but cold as in, like, God, like, like, uh, Iceberg Slim Cold. Like, this nigga did some max level pimping here. He didn't trade Damian Lillard where he wanted to go. He stood firm in his values. He stood firm in his values like, no, nigga, you're not going to Miami. 
Dame was like, hey, I want to stay now. You know, I can't get traded to Miami. I want to stay in Portland. Joe Cronin was like, no, fuck that. You go where I say you want to go. You've been good to us all these years. You're going to the Eastern Conference. You're going to play with Giannis. You're not coming back here, nigga. Enjoy yourself. What Joe Cronin has been able to do, this is Sam Presti level GM work. You not only have a future, but you got a decent core. As I said before, you got Scoot, you got Simons, you got Grant, you got Williams, Aiton, Chris Murray, Jabari Walker, Ryan Rupert, who's going to get some clock now. Um, Who else is over there? Tamani Kamara, of course. Matisse Stiebel still there. Hey, man. This could be an interesting team in a year and a half. Oh, man. Miami Heat got a lot of egg on their face. They need to recover from this. Like, they watched their rivals, the Bucks and the Celtics, re-up on picks. These are two teams that they beat last year. Getting significantly better. Meanwhile, Miami has regressed. Yeah, think about it. They lost Max Struess. They lost Gabe Vincent. The only good news that they got is Tyler Hero's back. That helps. You got old-ass Kyle Lowry starting at point guard. You got Tyler Hero. You got Jimmy. You got Bam. Who's gonna be the Who's gonna be the four? It's gonna be Jimmy. It's gonna be Caleb Martin. Now they do got that goddamn Jamie Watkins Jr. That dude is going to be a problem for the Heat next year. He's go, he is a walking bucket. But that's all of the bright spots that are on the Miami Heat right now, though. They don't have depth. They don't have much of a bench. They lost key guys and free agency. Outside of your top six players, it's just like, who's going to be 7 through 12? The Miami Heat failed this offseason. And they had such a good start. (laughs) 
They did, however, re-sign Kevin Love. They grabbed up Thomas Bryant and Josh Richardson. Those are decent pickups. If they do play, are they? I hope they start Thomas Bryant alongside um, Bam Adebayo. I think that's the only way that this shit's going to work. Or you can start Kevin Love, too. But Miami failing to get a game changer to go alongside Bam and Jimmy could cost them later on down the line unless they make a move. Because Milwaukee and Boston, they're both better. Easily better. Another team I feel like lost was the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, if Milwaukee and Boston could pull off all these trades... Philadelphia should have been able to. <laughs> Daryl Morey is a liar. <laughs> Daryl Morey is a liar. And I will not play for his team ever again. Shit, you think so? Which gives me, uh, which leads me to, um, yo, a lot of people have been talking. Like, first Tracy McGrady dismantled James Harden. Now we got Kevin Garnett making comments. We got Matt Barnes making comments. I think Paul Pierce said something about um, James Harden as well. Let's see what uh, Paul Pierce said about James Harden. Paul Pierce said, James Harden has put Philly in a very uncomfortable position. What would you do if you were Daryl Morey? You can't just trade him anywhere. What team makes most sense for him to play for? I mean, Harden's not a bad player, but he is just doing the most. You got, he's he's running shit so bad that all of the legends are coming out right now and talking shit about him. Kevin Garnett said, when you wiggle your way out, you only got one or two wiggles. You ain't got infinity wiggles. That means that Harden has quit on damn near every team he's been on, with the exception of the Oklahoma City Thunder. He quit on the Rockets. He quit on the Nets. Now he's quit on the Sixers. That's just three teams in a row right there that he quit on. Matt Barnes said, I think James Harden has to be careful because the NBA doesn't need him. Woo! Hit the nail right on the head. 
hit the target right on the bullseye. NBA is not going to miss James Harden when he retires. Not at all. Who's going to miss this clown? Like, seriously. He was more detrimental to the game of basketball than helpful. Harden is one of the better one-on-one scorers of all time, but his commitment, his mindset, his lacking on the defensive end, has hindered the possibility of him succeeding on teams, number one. And number two, the possibility that these teams may or may not win a championship. And this is the reason why Philadelphia lost in the offseason. Like, you got an MVP in Joel Embiid. That is sitting there watching all these moves happen. And their team is not any better than what they were last year. I mean, I graded Philly one of the lowest grades in the offseason. Because you failed to trade James Harden. And the Philadelphia 76ers failed as far as getting better. So you really have to think about that. These two guys failed miserably. During the offseason. Trying to make sure that I tackled everything before I get up out of here. All right, y'all. That's my show. This is King Nona Uncensored. Is it Drew? And I'm out of here.